This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Christy Wright. Today's question comes from Adam in Alabama. My wife and I have two sides to our business. One is catering and the other is full service restaurant. We started these businesses three years ago and they are debt free. With COVID still prevalent, we have taken a significant hit with low sales, supply chain issues, and staffing problems. My wife ties her identity and self-worth to the success of this business, but I would be glad to close it down. She wants to take a loan to keep us afloat, and I'm not in agreement with this plan. Should I hold on and struggle and even go into debt? I know the answer is no, but how can I do it when my spouse is against me and afraid of the future? Well, there's a lot going on here. Um, A lot. I mean, the the obvious is you and your spouse need to get on the same page regardless of what you do. And you know, Adam, that we're, we're never going to tell you to take out a loan. Um, but even if you don't take out a loan and even regardless of what path you take with a business, you still need to get on the same page with your spouse. You and your wife need to get on the same page of the vision, get to the root of what her fears are, what she's struggling with and so on. The other thing is just from a business standpoint, I can't help but... Uh, want to dig into that and go, okay, what's the real problem? Yeah, you may be having some struggles and yes, some of it is COVID, but is there a way to say, okay, we're going to maybe shut down the restaurant and go all in on catering? Or maybe we're going to downsize a little bit, scale back to where, because we have staffing issues, we're going to do just the pieces that we can do ourselves. Or, you know, I, I just, I like to problem solve, but sometimes when you're just sad or scared or overwhelmed, uh, it it feels bigger than it is. It feels more impossible than it is. I actually put that on Instagram today. You know, sometimes when you're overwhelmed, things just feel bigger, scarier, and more impossible than they actually are. So I wonder if some of these are not very fixable problems, Adam, that if you could fix these problems, the business could do better. The sales would improve. You don't have to take out a loan, obviously, which we're not going to tell you to do. And you and your spouse can get on the same page for the vision. Um, you know, and obviously her, identity doesn't need to be attached to it. But as a business owner, you know this, Dave, like you, you can't totally emotionally separate yourself from the success of the business because it is your baby. There's an aspect of it that's that's healthy and then you don't want it to be, well, my sole source of identity is here. We know that. So it's a lot. It's a lot's going on, I feel like, in this question. Yeah, it's unhealthy to not tie some of your identity and some of your uh, self-worth to your business because you're pouring yourself into it. And to completely detach from that yeah. would make you a psychopath. Yeah, you care. I, and so you actually care about it. And it's it's my thing. It's, a, it's something I poured a lot into. So it would be unhealthy to do that. What I don't like hearing is she ties her identity and self-worth to the success of the business. So what you have to do is you have to back yourself up and say, okay, there are some things in this that I can control. Mm-hmm. For those things, I'm going to tie my mm-hmm. some of my self-worth and some of my identity to it. And I'm going to get my butt in gear, and I'm going to push some stuff around and make it happen, because I care. Right. Uh, Then there's things you can't control. You can't make people come to work in the restaurant business right now when they're being paid to sit at home by the stupid federal government. Everywhere you go, high-end, low-end restaurants, and anything that is service industry is struggling with labor shortage. Because they're sitting at home until the federal government stops that. I mean, that's just, that's not something you'd caused. So right. I'm not going to, if I'm you, I'm not going to go, oh, I did something wrong. I right. feel bad about me. I can't get labor. 
And so we have to scale this back to the labor that I can get, mm-hmm. which is me and thee. Right. <laughs> and um, and whatever else. I mean, however many kids we had, you know, I mean, yeah. whatever. We're, we're all going to be in here working, but I can't make anybody else work. Yeah. Um, and I can't make a supply chain stuff be right. Right. I can't make, I mean, we're, we're fighting and scratching with these paper people. There's a paper shortage now. Get these books out. Your books are in. Coleman's books are in. We got books scheduled for January. I'm buying paper for them now because I know that we got a supply chain problem. So, But I can't say, oh, there's a paper shortage, and so uh, I feel bad about me. No, I feel like there's a paper shortage. Right. <laughs> it's right. Like, I don't need to feel bad. Nothing had to do with uh, you. My yeah. identity's not tied to that. So. It gets real cliche, but sometimes pieces of something have to die for something to grow, or even the whole thing dies for something to grow back. Where there's this much manure, there's plenty of opportunity to grow. That's for sure. And uh, we've had the same thing around here, kiddo. I mean, we've been pivoting so much, I feel like I'm just chasing a dog chasing its tail, uh, changing stuff and moving things around, how we deliver products and, you know, what a book tour used to look like to what it looks like today. There's not one now. We do it all virtual. Uh, because the people in New York have lost their ever-loving minds in the media world. Uh, what it, you know, they, they want us to uh, like put our firstborn in a vault or something just to go <laughs> see them. And it's just like, you people are nuts. Forget it. And so, no, you're not going to extract my DNA for me to come into your studio. You've lost your dadgum minds. So we have to, we have to adjust and pivot the whole thing. And, and so um, uh, uh, uh I think that this is God whispering to your wife to get this business in its proper perspective within her psyche mm. because it's going to kill her. If it succeeds and, and it owns her, it'll ride her into the grave. Yeah. If it fails and it owns her, it'll ride her into the grave. So she's got to get back on top of it and start owning it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. We're, we're, we're confirming that you should care deeply. We're confirming that it should hurt your feelings that you that your business that you built is failing to do to nothing that you did wrong i mean you got government interference you've got economic interference labor shortages and supply chain shortages you did nothing wrong it hurts your feelings and you grieve that as deloney would say yeah and and, you know all of that is is normal but I, i think this is the opportunity to not to take out a loan but instead to decide who owns what. Does the business own her or does she own it? And if she owns it, she can close part of it. I own this. I don't want to close any of it. It's too dead gum hard to open. But I will close it. And then I'll still be here. I'll still be here. And I'll still be whole. And I'll, I'll be sad. Yeah. But, um, but I, you know, if we shut down something that I love here because it doesn't work anymore... I'll be sad. I've done it before. I've closed yeah. down the whole, whole uh, business units here yeah. that, that just didn't work. And I had invested millions of dollars and a lot of my emotion into, and it hurts. Yeah. But I'm also still here Yeah. because I own it. It doesn't own me. Yeah. And really, I think that's the core atom of what you all got to do. It's not about, do I go along with my spouse? The answer is no. You don't go along with your spouse because your f- spouse is not functioning well here is what you're saying. Yeah. 
and I like how you made that distinction too of you're going to control what you can control. And we always say this, but control what you can control. What does that look like in light of the problems you're facing, what you can do, what you can fix, what is right for you given everything you're coming up against. And those things that you can't control, you can't. You let those go and you separate your identity and your self-worth from all these outside challenges that have nothing to do with you that you didn't do. And I just think that's a really helpful distinction. Yeah. I, I cannot control what the Biden administration does. They may close me down. Mm-hmm. They may put me out of business. I can't control it. I can't control what they do. The only thing I can control is what I can control. Yeah. And that's me. Yeah. And whether I, st- whether, whether I stand, whether I stand on principle, whether I'm a, a, a person of integrity, uh, and whether I've done the best I can do with what was in front of me, and then sometimes it still doesn't work. Yeah. Yep. And out of that is always born, out of those ashes, is a, a phoenix always rises up. Yeah. Out, and it's very cliche, but there's a reason for those cliches is it happens. It happens all the time. The death of a relationship is the birth of something new. The death of, uh, of a business is the birth of a new idea out of those ashes. It happens all the time if you own it instead of it owning you. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.